This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. It's my pleasure to welcome you to the Clark Howard Show, where our mission is to serve and empower you so you make better financial decisions in your life. I'm going to start today's show off with some exciting news about something some people may find boring, but we're getting a ton of questions about savings bonds. And later, ads running all the time right now from the major cell phone carriers saying, free phone, free phone, free phone. What is the trap of that free phone? I'm going to share it with you. So, Krista, you have long said that I make the dull exciting and the exciting dull. You might have said that too. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> there are different versions of that. I, I would just say, I, don't, I wouldn't say you'd make the exciting dull, but I do think, like, it's amazing to me, and I've known you for so long, like, You'll tell me about something like I remember specifically you talking about different carpets and convenience stores and why they put them in that way and the layouts. And I found it really interesting. But normally, if somebody said Clark's going to talk to you about carpet in a about a convenience store, I'd be like, "But you make it really interesting. <laughs> you do the mundane, exciting. You do, yeah. yes, yeah. Oh yeah, don't get me talking about convenience stores because oh I'm obsessed yeah. with them, and I could tell you so much about them." And uh, I just want you to know when you see that that cute little cartoony beaver kind of looking thing on a hat, you got to know that that's a Bucky's hat because that's become a cult thing that is you see all over the country. Even though Bucky's is only in a small number of states, I guess Texas, um, Florida, Georgia, South Carolina, maybe. Um, it's a thing. Just look it up and you'll say, really? Really? A convenience store that is the size of a Walmart Supercenter? Yeah, but we'll leave that for another day. <laughs> because right now, we need to talk about something that uh, normally there'd be no buzz about, but there's huge buzz right now. And it's Series I. The I stands for inflation. Savings bonds. People are really into this right now because there's uh, all the polling shows that the American people are very worried about inflation. They may have heard their grandparents talk about the terrible inflation of the 1970s, or they are old enough like me that they remember living through what nearly became galloping inflation in the late 70s, and we have had meaningful inflation we had deflation initially from covid followed by inflation that has been uh, more significant than economists expected or i'll tell you i have found the inflation to be more stubborn than i expected 
And so you have people worried about their dollar eroding. And then there's this headline-grabbing thing that there's this thing you can buy called Series I savings bonds that are paying right now 7.12% interest. They're paying 7.12% while you could go, if you go to a giant monster mega bank, they'll pay you one one hundredth of 1% on your savings. You go to an online bank, they're going to pay you half a percent on your savings. And the federal government itself, with Series I savings bonds, and you can buy up to $10,000 of these, but you can buy small amounts up to $10,000, will pay you right now for the next six months, they'll pay you an interest rate of 7.12%. Okay, so how does this play? Series I savings bonds have to be held for a period of time, a minimum of a year. You forfeit a portion of your interest if you sell them after a year. You have to hold them five years to not have any money held back in interest from what you've earned. And the interest that you earn resets every six months. Was that enough complication? However, I think it's a really good deal. The the version of inflation measurement that is used by the U.S. Treasury to set Series I savings bond rates at times will understate inflation and other times overstate. The 7.12% is an overstatement of current inflation of the economy. And hopefully, inflation will trend down. But one of the effects, if inflation does trend down, is at these six-month resets, what you earn will change. But compared to what interest you can earn right now elsewhere, I think putting money into this up to the 10000 if you have that, as a place to put your savings is a good idea. Now, remember, you're locking the money down for a year. You have to put money in that you can afford to lock down for a year. If you just go to savingsbonds.gov, click on Series I, you'll see on the left-hand rail, you buy these online, you hold them electronically, and you get essentially uh, basically immediate issue of them. And there's no commissions for buying them. There's no commissions for selling them. And I've owned Series I savings bonds since there was a time period that was really, really uh advantageous to own them back in the late 1990s into, I guess, 2000 or 2001. I own a bunch of these things, and I will hold them all 30 years because the ones that I bought came with two forms of payment to you. One, the current inflation rate that resets every six months, and the second, a base rate I was getting that was the cost of inflation plus a markup that was generally 3% in the era that I bought them. So like today, I'm earning on those 10.12% for this six-month cycle. Today, the Treasury pays you nothing above the rate of inflation they calculate, only the rate of inflation. But that is still so favorable compared to what the banks pay that this is a really smart move on your part to buy these, knowing you have to manage them, though, over time because of the interest rate resetting 
every six months. So they're not simple. They're simple and easy to buy. They're simple and easy to have. And they will earn the inflation rate as calculated by the feds for up to the next 30 years. But this is one that you have to tend to in case we get to where we have basically minimal inflation in the U.S. economy again and interest rates rise that you can earn on your savings, there may well come a time well short of 30 years that you want to go ahead and sell them. And I know that that it's some of you never bought them. It can be confusing. I got to give the U.S., um, I guess it's the Treasury Department mm-hmm. does this, props because the explanation written here is pretty much in simple English how they work and this is a tool you can use in your toolbox if you're uh, married or have a significant other and you want to buy more than 10 you can each have your own 10 if you have kids you can buy for them as well and get as much money as you can in your household earning at least for now 7.12 percent Well, speaking of bonds, I have a question here from Alex in California. My father recently gave me some EE savings bonds that family members bought me around the time I was born. I'm in my early 30s now, and some of the bonds have reached full maturity, while some have have a few more years to go. Does it make a difference in the tax treatment if I start cashing in the bonds that are fully matured now, or should I wait until they've all reached full maturity? Definitely, definitely cash those double E's in that have reached quote-unquote full maturity because you're earning zero on them now and the tax bill is already baked in on those, go ahead and sell the ones that have already reached the 30-year point and pay the tax you're going to owe on them and then you'll have that money. Um, There's no advantage to waiting till all the bonds reach full maturity. Because remember, the ones that already have, you're earning nothing. At least you can take the money you have and you can earn something on it. I mean, gosh, you could turn around and buy some of these Series yeah. I bonds I'm ta- I just talked about. But you don't want to hold them beyond the point where they earn interest. And there's billions and billions and billions of dollars in savings bonds that people have long since really lost track of and don't realize that they have already reached full maturity, meaning they earn 0% moving forward, please cash those in and put that money back to work. There used to be a procedure where you could kick them into another kind of savings bond where you could defer the tax you would owe for another 20 years. Can't do that anymore. And from John in New Jersey, I have a wife and four kids. I would like to have a will. I have a house worth $750,000, and we owe $277,000 on it. I also have have $500,000 in a mutual fund, a 401k, and life insurance. Is LegalZoom a good place to get a will, or should I go to a lawyer who specializes in wills and estates? So you have a million dollars in assets, net assets, when you take the value of the house, Uh, the money in your mutual fund, you have, I don't know how much otherwise in the 401k and in the life insurance. I don't know if the 500,000 meant that was all those together, Um, but you've got a decent amount of assets. And LegalZoom, 
creates a perfectly legal will in all the states, you have enough going on in your life with a million bucks plus a wife, four kids. I would prefer that you see a lawyer who does wills, estates, and trusts. Uh, Having a properly drawn will done would not be an outrageous expense. And I think it would be, in this case, with the amount you have, well worth it for you to see that lawyer. And Richard in Alabama wrote in, I'm a 42-year-old waiter that has a $20,000 nest egg for emergencies in my bank and about $19,000 in investments. I owe $12,000 in back taxes and I pay in installments monthly with no other debt. Is it smarter to keep my nest egg in investments for emergencies and retirement or should I use them to pay off my taxes? So you're in a job where your pay is uncertain, goes up and down. You're not paying a terrible amount of interest on the back taxes. The interest charged by the IRS is not that bad these days because of the formula used, although I think it's going to get a little worse in the future. I'm nervous about you going down to $8,000 for a rainy day versus having 20. But also the money you have in that 20 is earning basically zero interest. And even though the IRS interest rate is more favorable than it historically has been, you're still paying a lot more in interest to them than what you're earning on that nest egg. I'm I'm really struggling here because from a strictly math standpoint, it would be a decent idea to take 12 of the 20, be done with the IRS, and then every month add back to that nest egg, that emergency fund, what you were paying to the IRS. If you feel like your income is has stabilized following the how unstable it was during the heart of the pandemic, I'm leaning towards you taking your emergency fund down to the eight, being done with the IRS, and rebuild monthly instead of paying the IRS monthly. One other thing, the companies that you're investing with are extremely high-cost companies to invest with. And I would prefer that you, as you look towards investing in the future, that you set up a Roth IRA, which is a tax-free investment account. You're allowed to contribute up to $6,000 to each year. And you just simply put the money in a Target Retirement Fund with one of the low-cost companies. Target Retirement Fund simply means you put the money in an account for the year closest to when you expect to not be working anymore in retirement and the money is invested appropriately for that commission free and at extremely low cost and there are great choices for those with Schwab Vanguard and Fidelity. All right and Kathy in New Hampshire says my son recently started working at a restaurant chain. I was surprised to find he'd be paid by debit card slash credit card He will also have the money in the card the day after he works. Apparently, the parent company is going cashless and owns their own credit union. 
My son didn't ask whether he could use his own bank account to be paid. Is this a scam or a new way that workers are receiving payroll? It's not a scam, but it's usually a bad deal for the workers because many times the payment card, it's a form of a debit card that you're paid to, will have various junk fees attached to it for certain transactions like checking the balance and things like that. So since the restaurant chain has its own credit union, they actually have a credit union that they are a participant in, they are a participating company in that credit union, I would recommend that your son open an account at that credit union because one of the options should be direct deposit to the credit union account that your son would have and he'd have much more flexibility with the money and would avoid the junk fees that are potentially out there for payment on a payroll card, a debit card for payroll. So why did they pay daily? A lot of restaurant chains now pay their employees at the end of each shift because they find that um, they have less absenteeism when they pay on a daily basis that people thinking they're not going to see that check for a week or two might decide, you know what, it's a really pretty day. I think I'm going to do blah, blah, blah. Or it's really ugly out there. I don't want to get out of bed today. That the idea, and behaviorally it seems to be true, that when you pay people daily at the end of every shift, they're much more likely to show up for that day's shift. Smart. If you like to have the newest, latest, greatest smartphone, every people typically cycle every 18 months or every two years, I want to tell you what that's really costing you having that new discounted or free phone. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Hey, listeners, whether you love true crime or comedies, celebrity interviews, news, or even motivational speakers, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue, right? And guess what? Now you can call the shots on your auto insurance, too. Enter the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. The Name Your Price tool puts you in charge of your auto insurance by working just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance. Then they'll show you a variety of coverages that fit within your budget, giving you options. Now, that's something you'll want to press play on. It's easy to start a quote, and you'll be able to choose the best option for you, fast. It's just one of the many ways you can save with Progressive Insurance. 
Quote today at Progressive.com to try the Name Your Price tool for yourself and join over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I learn something every fall. And that's what's being advertised on TV. Because I'm an unusual person that I only watch TV when the NFL season kicks off. Football. Football's my life. <laughs> and after the Super Bowl, my TV just rests all the way till the season starts again the following September. So from early February till early September, the TV is just, I mean, it has no role in my life. In fact, we should just take it down and put a painting up there instead of having that that thing on the wall because it's just not used. So football season comes along, and I get to see a lot of beer commercials, usually a lot of car commercials, not as many this year because of the shortage of product. And I see one zillion ads for AT&T, Verizon, and T-Mobile. I mean, these three cell phone carriers are so fighting each other for market share, it's nuts. And so they have been unable to convince people that we're the best network. We're the best network. We're the best network. Everybody just zones out and tunes out on that. So what they now do is they say, Free iPhone! You can get a new iPhone 13 on us. That seems to be the biggest lure. Or you can get this new this credit towards a new phone of X number of dollars and all that. Um, AT&T has been by far the most generous with their cell phone promotions where it's for existing customers, it's for new customers, blah, 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 blah. And... That free phone is so expensive you can't believe it. How could a free phone be expensive? I'm glad you asked. <laughs> because what it does is it ties you to them because they don't give you a free phone straight out. You have to be with them for a period of time and earn out that free phone. Because what you do is you're essentially signing up for a purchase agreement that they then charge you X number of dollars per month and give you an equal credit to that each month. And then every month, the balance you owe goes down. And in the meantime, for 24 to 36 months, depending on which offer you take in the marketplace, you are their prisoner. And what happens is this is one of those things like a magician. Look over here. Look over here when the real action is over here because the shiny object, the new smartphone, took your eyes off the ball because the real money is what are you paying per month for your plan? That's the real money. And we have a very thorough cell phone plan guide for all different types of users on Clark.com, heavy data users, moderate data users, 
um, people who just want a simple plan. And you can pay from like just a few dollars a month on up to a ton of money per month. And so Verizon's been really upfront about this. They've been pushing the new phones to try to get people on their most expensive calling plans. T-Mobile only gives you a free phone or the equivalent of a free phone if you go on their most expensive plan that is now marketed as Magenta Max. So the whole game going on is to lure you in with the phone, keep you their prisoner with that phone with the bill you have for it for two to three years, and then over that two to three years, you pay much more for your service than you would if you were a free agent in the marketplace. So free is really not free, and I want you to think about that Anytime somebody says, here's something free for you, you should be suspicious. Like when I say, get one of our free newsletters. No, no, there's no games with that. But, <laughs> but when, when somebody says, you can get this, that, or the other for free. I remember uh, this was one that we used to get so many complaints about. I'm taking you back in the Wayback Machine 25 years ago. And if you don't know what the Wayback Machine is, you never watch the Bullwinkle cartoons. But anyway, we would get these calls from people who'd say, hey, I got that free compact computer, and I didn't know I was going to have to pay thousands of dollars for dial-up internet for (laughs) years and years. Nobody told me that at the store. They told me I was going to get this free PC. Okay, if I had a dollar for every time somebody had a problem with those free computer offers that were tied into uh, what we used to call AO Smells off the show, who Christy used to work for. I didn't call them that. (laughs) Yeah, you didn't call them that. You're probably under some NDA no, where you have no. to say nothing but Definitely great things. Definitely not. I was about too low on the totem pole to anyway, be required to do that. We had AOL and we had all these companies that were doing these things where to lure people into these ultra long contracts for dial up internet, whether it worked where you lived or not, you still had to pay for years and years and years in order to get your supposedly free computer. I want you to put that in your brain and think about it. When you're watching football, or whatever you watch, that you see the ads for T-Mobile, AT&T, and Verizon, and they're all screaming free phone, I want you instead to think, what am I paying per month? What am I going to have to pay per month? Is there something better out there that I can do per month? Because the real money over time is what you're paying for that plan, not what they're offering you for that phone. Speaking of that, Mark in Texas says, thank you for recommending that we check our monthly phone bill for unusual charges. I was on an auto pay and I couldn't, hadn't checked my phone bill for months. I found from AT&T a $75 monthly charge for an extra line and number I knew nothing about. In December of 2020, I went to an AT&T store for a new phone. 
The agent said I could get a free iPhone SE, current retail value $400, with a trade-in. He even said that my bill would go down, which it did for the first month. I didn't notice 30 days later when they started billing me $75 per month for an extra line. I called them today about this and was told the phone was free under the condition of the new line at $75 a month for 20 months. That meant the $399 iPhone SE was costing me $1,500. They did cancel the extra line and gave me a voucher to pay off the $750 I owe on this $399 phone after I pointed out their obvious deceptive practice. I have, however, paid $750 for it. So AT&T... Um, I've found that there is a pressure point that often works with them. And when I talked about this before, I got a lot of um, blowback from people saying that I was uh, suggesting a very ineffective method. But I will tell you that over the years, AT&T's one pressure point that's been useful is, no, I'm not going to say bashing them on social media, actually... It's been very effective filing with the Better Business Bureau. I think the AT&T one's route to the BBB in Dallas. So if you go to BBB.org and you file a complaint about this, what is reasonable is that you be able to give them their phone back if necessary or just pay the retail for an SE, the $399, and you get credit back for a line that you never knew existed that was allegedly deceptively put on your account by an AT&T rep trying to make their commissions or whatever. And I think you'll be surprised that the way AT&T tends to handle things is they deny that they did anything wrong to the Better Business Bureau, but they do an accommodation for you as a good longtime customer and you solve the problem and their record with the BBB remains clean. Try it and let me know if that works, Mark. And hopefully I will have not sent you down another rabbit hole and you'll get that money back that AT&T has essentially absconded from your wallet with. Does that work? Absconded from your wallet with? (laughs) There could have been a lot better ways to say that. Well, another fun one from Lisa in Washington. I love having the newest iPhone. Am I better off paying outright for the phone and using it with my $25 visible line or get a big discount on the phone and sign a contract with one of the big companies? Well, this is a backsell of what I just talked about. So visible may offer you, which is Verizon's discount brand. Actually, Verizon now owns several discount brands. They're trying to segment the market. But the Visible deal is so great at $25 a month. And you may find that there's a subsidized offer from them. It won't make the phone free. But you may get a deal on the newest iPhone from them. And I would rather you stay with Visible at the very low cost per month instead of going with Verizon T-Mobile or AT&T. And I should mention on the iPhones, they are an extreme short supply this Christmas selling season. Um, I mentioned this a week or two ago that Apple didn't get enough inventory of the chips and a lot of companies are having a lot of trouble getting the chips needed. And so the 
the stock market has been just punishing Apple for not having secured the supplies they need. And it also punishes the consumer because it's going to be hard to find those iPhones till the chip shortage lessens. I'm going to stick with the phone theme on this. Jamie. My goodness, are we the cell phone show? Jamie in Georgia says, yesterday I received a box on my doorstep containing a Samsung Note 9 compliments of my cell phone carrier. It was unsolicited and it was explained with an accompanying single page pamphlet that I was receiving the phone at no cost to me because my 3G phone will no longer be supported on their network after February 22nd of 22. I was skeptical and phoned them and they confirmed this is a promotion, but could not tell me if I was intended to receive a phone. This seems strange as the market value for such a phone is $400 to $600. Per my conversation with their rep, the phone is completely free and I have no con- and I have contractual obligations. Is this safe to use? So many of my financial services verify my identity via my phone these days. Is it possible the phone is cloned and a bad actor can skim my info with this gift? Jamie, I love you being skeptical and worried. Right, so this must be AT&T. It is. Oh, it is AT&T because I addressed the AT&T uh, 3G shutoff before. It's caused a lot of complaints to us about what's happening with people's burglar alarms, what's happening with senior citizens' um, medical alert devices, that AT&T, in many people's opinions in the technology field, is not allowed enough transition time for the shutdown of the 3G. They are giving people who are on older phones, and there aren't that many that are on these legacy phones that only run on 3G. They are giving them obsolete phones. Samsung Note 9 is considered to be an obsolete phone. They're giving them these obsolete phones to transition them, and I have not heard that there's any gotcha with receiving the free phones for the cutover. Again, there's such a small number of people, Jamie, that are in your position that they're on. I mean, your phone's got to be ancient if it only supports 3G. And I am impressed with you (laughs) versus people who have a new phone every three minutes, like somebody named Clark who seems to have a new phone. (laughs) Every three minutes. Anyway. You have to get them to talk about them so we know what we should buy. Is that what it is? Yes. So uh, I would say that this is almost certainly a clean offer from AT&T because they're shutting off the 3G network. And I hope you enjoyed today's special edition cell phone show. (laughs) We have a lot of great info for you, though, on our websites. And remember, at Clark.com, we have a truly comprehensive guide to picking a cell phone carrier and plan. Continuously update that. All the, every, I mean, like every single week, it requires updates. And then ClarkDeals.com, where we offer you bargains all the time. And we curate them so we're not wasting your time. You can sign up for our variety of free newsletters so you never miss a thing.